afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to you, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of June 9th, 2023. I'm Ryosuke, and with me we have Luna. Hi, Mina-san, Ginky. And Gray. What's happening, dudes? Yes, yes, yes. How have you guys been and what you guys been listening to as of late? Let's start with you, Graham, since we missed you last week. Or the last time we did an episode. Yeah, and it broke my heart to miss that. It, it's a long mess, but I am doing excellent. And uh, it's been a crazy month. So uh, Milk uh, dropped an amazing single that I absolutely fell in love with the first time I heard it. And it's called Topaz. And this is really something that I've been wanting to hear from Milk for quite a while. A very heavy vocal performance by these guys. And I absolutely loved it. It's quickly climbing to, like, it's easily in my top five songs of the year. It's really getting close to number one. I'm absolutely loving Topaz. It's so good. It's easily their best song in years. It might be the best song they've ever done. Uh, so, uh, this is really good. If you have not listened to Topaz, check it out. It's, it's a bit different than what they typically do. Uh, Dice has dropped their latest album scene and it's really good. Uh, that has been really dominating, uh, what I've been listening to as of late, uh, when I get a moment at work or something I'll put on scene because it's a good album and you know I can kind of just leave my phone without having to babysit it so uh, I've been really digging this it's really good uh, you know it's got some releases that Dice had over you know since their last album dropped and it's got some new stuff in it too and the whole package comes together really well uh, it's still not my favorite album that they've done but I like what's here, and I, I've been really digging that. Uh, so there's that. Obviously, I'm still listening to uh, the entirety of the Panorama Jet by the Fantastics from Exile Tribe. That, that's just a good release. A-plus quality. Absolutely love it. Uh, and I've been listening to... Uh, Seven Orders latest single as well Who Am I which that dropped pretty recently and uh, I I liked it quite a lot it's really good Uh, and if you like Seven Order like you know like I do I think this is a pretty good release overall and definitely you should check out uh, Who Am I and I'm curious to see if uh, my co-hosts are familiar with this They, they probably are But I was listening to J-Pop Radio, I want to say last week at work, and it it started playing like a lot of songs that I already had. (laughs) But it 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 went into like this wave back machine because it started playing a lot of stuff from like the early aughts and stuff, and it played one song from '96 off of Globe's self-titled album called Departures, which is really good. And yeah, so no, I've been that's, listening. that's that's the song that put them on the map. <laughs> yep, I was going to say, that's their signature song. Uh, yeah, see, I knew you guys would know the song. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know why. Uh, like I said, I, I was that, that was just the J-pop radio station on Apple Music. 
and for reasons it, it popped this one and it's really good I, I'm I, I liked it quite a lot and if I had the time I, I I'm gonna try to make the time I wouldn't mind going back and listen to more of their work because departures really good and I really really liked that one uh, and that is pretty much it on my end of things Luna to- what have you been listening to Oh, I wanted to talk about something real fast. Put a pin in sure. to what you're saying with Topaz there. I think you should listen to Stars instead. <laughs> is that a is that also a milk? Oh, are you talking about um You yeah, talking for about milk. For milk, I think you should listen to Stars cuz I think that is a much better song. <laughs> Topaz still has their <laughs> Topaz still has their usual um their usual boy group trappings that they kind of fall into for idol well star stars is a little bit more vocal heavy and i think yeah but... <laughs> I, I i do have uh i do have stars that is really good uh yeah that, that came out last year but yes mm. yeah yes so for I, topaz topaz is a little bit more upbeat to my liking <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a bit more of an upbeat track yes uh it, it, it does I still think you're, you're all right. Stars is really good because Stars is a good ballad, if memory is serving me correct. It's a really good ballad. Yeah. Uh, but for uh, to to me, uh, Topaz kind of hits that upbeat vocal heavy performance. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That that it's kind it's kind of like that middle line kind of sort of where it it's kind of like you get that vocal heavy performance that you got in Stars with their typical energy that you usually get from a milk song it's kind of like the medium between the two uh, i rather have stars than topaz <laughs> I, I need them to, I, I need fair. them to, i need them i need them to take a xanax and calm the and calm the hell down <laughs> yeah the the whole star single was really good because uh, stars is good telepathy was really good i think infinity try was like the only all right song on that one so because i remember liking telepathy too mm. but yeah yeah it you, you are not wrong stars is great stars is very, very good continue on luna sorry about that <laughs> it's all good no you're good so i've been listening to a variety of things lately Oh, I don't even know where to start. So, A Witch dropped a new single. And it's more of a collaboration single. I'm going to apologize right now because there's inappropriate language in it. But it's called Bad Bitch Bigaku. And it features A Witch, Nene, Lana, and Madi. Mm. So, I already like Nene. I like her rap. She's also been in a song called Poison with A Witch, which I loved. And I know Great introduced me to Lana, and so I was a little bit familiar with her, but I wasn't really familiar with Madi. So after I heard this track, I ended up looking up Madi, <laughs> and I really liked her. I will say a lot of her lyrics are very, they're very westernized, and so is this track. And you can tell, very westernized rap, obvious, you know, A-Witch does have that appeal, is you can tell that's her inspiration. And this track very feels that way. But I love that pretty much it's four women just rapping. And they all have, like, amazing skills. 
And the other cool thing is Thailand did this big hip-hop festival recently. And A-Witch was there. Nene was there. Madi was there. And I was like, oh, that's actually really cool, you know, having all, you know, having a lot of these people there and performing. So I greatly enjoyed that song. If you like hip hop or rap, I recommend checking it out. But that's been one of my jams lately. I also really like Madi and her new EP Penthouse. I loved, but I will say it's not for everyone, especially all the lyrics have an explicit on it. So watch out before you listen. But if you like westernized hip-hop, you will more than likely like her. And then Sakamoto Maya actually released... I know, I'm going from rap to Sakamoto Maya. (laughs) Uh, So Sakamoto Maya just dropped her newest album on the 31st. And I kind of forgot she was releasing it because I meant to pre-order it and I didn't. But it's called Kyoku no Toshokan. And it's... I mean, it's really good. It's what you would expect from... Sakamoto Maya, a lot of know her, a lot of people know her for her anime songs, Rasai Fan, Card Captors, that type of thing. But I love her voice. I think she is just a beautiful voice. I really like the song um, Unmute. I liked Kotobo na Dekinai, Mara Tokuni Iru. I think it's a great solid album. And I'm. O- it's always a treat when Sakamoto Maya releases a studio album. I just greatly listening to her voice. And you do know what she's, what, uh, who she is, you know, you know what you're getting when you listen to her music. So finally checked out Yayoi Diamond's newest, newest single, Mina Urusai, STFU. And I, I knew it dropped weeks ago, but I just haven't got a chance to listen to it. So I finally listened to it. It was not as hard as I thought, it was a little bit more dancey, and I actually really liked it. I expected with the title t- it to be more in your face, but it wasn't. And I also like that there's a remix of it, and it's more of like a sped up version. So I thought that was a lot of fun. And then I discovered a new vocalist called Sincere, who I have been obsessed with, and I really just discovered her while listening to other artists. And her Time album is fantastic. And I honestly discovered her thanks to Viviola. Is I really like Viviola's collaborations. And Sincere happened to be do a song with Viviola called Lucky. And I listened to Lucky. I'm like, oh, this is really good. So then I continued to listen to Sincere's Time album. And it is fantastic. She is a very soulful voice. And the other thing I really liked about her is her each song is different and it incorporates some jazzy tunes, some more easy listening. And her lyrics are very relatable. So I just fell in love with her. And then I found out she released a new EP this year called Just Living, which is amazing. And I'm just, I'm really getting into her. And she's an artist that I'm definitely going to be in the lookout for. But she was one of what might call my accidental artist. Another artist I've been listening to is Aimee. I went back to her. She just dropped a new, I would say like an EP with Emmy Maria called How's the Weather. So it really brought me back to Day and Night, which Emmy Maria Imi and Modesty Beats released last year and I love Day and Night and it has three songs on it total and How's the Weather is the main one 
which I thought was nice. It was a nice, relaxing, good spring tune, a more chill R&B type track. So I thought it was okay, but I really love Priority. I think Priority out of the new songs, it was fantastic. And that one grabbed me more than How's the Weather. And I think both girls' vocalists, they each bring something different to the table. And I mean, Aimee has great vocals, but like Emmy Maria has this soul about her. And I've been a fan of her for ages. Like her contrast album, always go back to. But hearing her and Aimee, and Aimee's somewhat new, just sing together. They just complement each other's voices. And I find it very nice when they release a song. And then I've also been listening to Superfly. They released a new album called Heatwave. And holy crap, is it good. I actually am thinking about buying it. And I do own a good chunk of Superfly's album, but I haven't really like bought new new releases. Usually I pick them up used. But Heatwave, first song on the track, flipping great. Then it goes into Spring is gradu- uh, Graduation, Love and Peace again. I honestly think it was almost hit after hit. Dynamite was one of the standout songs. Farewell was amazing. A great ballad. I honestly can't say it was my favorite because the album as a whole is very grabbing. And I, it brought me back to my Superfly obsession because I love their early stuff. And then I kind of dip a little bit and then I go back. But Heatwave really brought me back to them full force. And I think it's She-Ho's vocals is just so good and breathtaking and also I think their compositions were so well done in this I if you haven't checked it out highly recommend their album Heatwave I honestly am having trouble figuring out as a whole what it is um the other thing I listened to a ton of and I'm probably I'm sorry I'm not gonna write an article on this one is Bandmade so those of you know I saw Bandmade at Point Fest on Saturday And I will say, if you can see Band Made Live, do it. They are absolutely phenomenal. And they were not one of the lead artists at Point Fest. They really did a 30 to 40 minute set trick at max, maybe 40 minute max. So it's kind of difficult for me to write something on it being 40 minutes. But what they did do in that 40 minutes... They played a ton of tracks off World Domination, which is one of my favorite albums by them. They played Play, Domination, and Bandmade blew me away. I got pretty close. There was almost a mosh pit going up near the front. And you could see they not only had their fans who there were so many Bandmade shirts of people who obviously have seen them before, and just looking at the crowd behind me, oh my god, that small area they had, it Everyone was gathered to see them. And despite them not being the lead artist, they were just on one of the very, very small stages. Wasn't even on the big stage where the last four remaining artists played. They garnished such a huge crowd. And there are a couple people that I knew from other events I'm a part of that were just there for bandmade. A lot of the horror group I'm a part of only went to see them. No one else. And it looked like a lot of that crowd did the same. So I've been on a giant bandmade streak ever since. And now I, like, my whole goal is to see them do a full live concert in person because they are just amazing. 
and I cannot say enough like uh, how good they are but it really got me to re-listen to Unleash which dropped last year and I love their new song Memorable and all their albums are fantastic I mean Brand New Made is probably one of my favorites to be honest because I love uh, the nonfiction days and You Gotta Do but World Domination is like the one I always go back to and you could tell they pulled so many songs off that one Um, but yeah that's I mean, I had more I was listening to, but those are the main points because music has been my muse lately or this these last couple weeks. So. All right, uh, Ken, what about you? What have you been listening to? So there's a whole hodgepodge of things I've been listening to. So I've been listening to Kieran G's latest single, Nesting. And Nesting, I mean, Kieran G has been doing a lot of very interesting things since they started doing the whole solo project thing as of late. So I've been liking what a, a lot what Kieran G has been doing. And then I was also listening to Fate Box with their latest single called Boy. Very interesting rock band overall has a very bright future I think so there's a lot of interesting things with them I was also listening to How Do Knows the Lover album particularly Like a Seraph and Los Angeles overall the whole album is really really good so but aside from that I've been also listening to The Chill Spot with their portrait album as well girl in the mirror is absolutely fantastic a part of that album so also uh rene with live in love the ep has been absolutely fantastic i've been really liking stray night off of that as well pretty sure you've been listening to to that as well (laughs) you know i have like that ep is fire it's so good yeah, so I was also listening to Hand in Hand, which is the latest single by San Dame J Soul Brothers as well. It's a very interesting release overall. I th- really think that you would like it, Gray. So be on the lookout if you if you want power vocal performances. <laughs> Definitely have to give that one a look. See. Yeah, so probably one of their rare releases that they do a more vocal heavy performance. So. Oh, and like everyone's mother, I know it's not Japanese, but I've, it's been irritating the hell out of me. But I was listening to Cupid by Fifty Fifty, and I hate that song. Goddamn. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I guess that's a good thing. It's it's all over social media. You probably didn't know it was that song until you probably heard it. <laughs> I don't... No idea. I don't listen to a ton of stuff on social media i don't go on tiktok big surprise yeah yeah but then i was also listening to line of sight by scandal it it is very interesting to say the least they do something weird with the vocals and part of the chorus that i just did not appreciate overall i mean it's traditional scandal at this point you know they're back to their old stuff or their old style which i thought would be a really good thing but then i'm just like there's not much of a inspiration let's just say that much there's a lot of it's a lot of good stuff overall but uh it's not hooking me as it once did in the beginning of their careers and then lastly i was listening to the reason by exile absolutely fantastic single as well from the 
regular exile group here if you're talking about another vocal heavy performance here it's it's absolutely fantastic and i highly recommend it so but i oh i, I was gonna i was gonna joke when you said the reason i was gonna say hoobastank <laughs> i thought yes. the exact same thing <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't watching Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 for that. <laughs> Besides that, nothing too much. I don't worry. You guys can just check our own Gaku goes for that, for everything else that we haven't mentioned. But yeah, with that, you know, usually continuing on to our topic here, at the first week of every month, we usually do the Oricon here, but... Fortunately, the Oricon did update, so here we are with our just our regular topic here. But since you decide, uh, start to think about this, why don't you introduce it here, Greg? Yeah, so I, I had this idea, I think, back in March. And I know that, you know, through the course of the show, through... Uh, you, you Ken and Luna, like we've talked uh, many, many times about various collaborations that we like and enjoy. And I, I thought it would be cool uh, because, you know, we've never actually had a topic uh, on collaborations and just like the different sort of collabs that, that come out through the, the year. And so... Uh, I was like, you know, wh why don't we do uh, some of our favorite recent collaborations? And, and the inspiration for this topic was the uh, Dice and Chemistry release, Sparrow, which, again, came out in, in March. But I, I loved this. And, and you know, I I'm, don't know too much about chemistry, but I'm, Dice, they... they like sometimes like the individual members will collab with other artists but it's a little rare for them to, to collab i mean you can count like last year's common writer as a collaboration too but typically it's just not something you see them doing a whole lot uh and, and i thought it was interesting and really cool and i, I love sparrow i i think you know it's um it was t a release with two tracks on it and you had Sparrow as the A-track. So, uh, but I really feel like they found like a great balance uh, between the two. And both Akatsuki and Sparrow just came out, in my, in my opinion, really great. And uh, I really loved it. And I thought it was a great release. And, and I was like, is like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see, you know, what other sort of collaborations uh, would be happening uh, this year. And... Uh, my co-hosts, you know, they, they really know the hookups with when it comes to collaborations. And so I've, I've been very eager to see, you know, what they pick uh, for their collaborations. And so, Luna, I'll, I'll start with you. I've done my first one. Uh, if you want to do one, uh, one or if you want to do your full list, uh, whichever way uh, I can, I can, we can look back around and do my, my, my last one. So um, if you want to do, like I said, you if you want to do, do you just want to do one at a time or should we just do We can all? do one at a time. Okay. And then uh, go ahead and do your first one. Okay. So mine aren't in any order, just FYI. I will tell you what my favorite is that I've listened to the most as of right now. So I'll go with that one first, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'll do that one. 
Well, I'll do that one first because you did your most listened to first. Unless, Ken, do you want me to go backwards? I, I will say technically my second one I've listened to more. Okay, then never mind. I'm going to leave my most listened to one for last. So I'll do um, one of the ones I picked was, it's called, the English title is February 14th, and it's featuring Takaya Kawasaki. It's by Miwa. So this was actually a part of Miwa's Valentine's Day EP. And it was like Valentine's Day ga kotoshi mo yatekuru. And I I honestly really like February 14th. And I think Miwa and Takaya, um, Takaya Kawasaki did such a fantastic job collaborating. I always have loved Miwa. I love her voice. And she does do collaborations occasionally. It's not like a ton, a ton. But this was one I was, I just absolutely fell in love with. It is a cute little love song. And I was not familiar with Takaya Kawasaki. So it was a good way for me to discover a new vocalist. I thought their vocals meshed really well together. It's a very like easy listening to type song. It's also a love song. I mean, given the day, February 14th, you know, Valentine's Day. So... I initially heard this before release because it was released as a digital single. Then it came out as an EP. I immediately bought that EP. Yes, I literally pre-ordered that thing. I was so excited. And it did not disappoint. I mean, it's still a track, even though Valentine's Day is past. I still listen to it. It is solid and it is beautiful enough. I want a nice, relaxing, cute love song. I always pull up February 14th and... There's, I, it's just one of those tracks that it's just, you just enjoy it. It's just so nice. And the collaboration between each vocal is just perfect. I feel like they play off of each other and it meshes so well. And it made me want to learn more about Takaya Kawasaki, which I really feel like is a good thing when you hear a collaboration song and you know one artist, but you don't know the other it's just a great way to really pull you into someone else's music. And great. Or as far as yours, sorry, I didn't get even, I wanted to comment on them and I didn't. So oh, I'm sorry. I, go I, on ahead. No, you're, you're fine. I, I love chemistry. I've honestly been into them since like Oh three Oh four Mirage and blue was the first track I heard by them, which came out in a four. And ever since then I've loved their vocals. I think they're fantastic. They, like, they do some collaborations, but you don't see them collaborate too much. Like, they don't want Crystal K and then Kaname from Chemistry has done a couple other songs. You know, they, they kind of do it like DICE does. They don't always collaborate as a duo versus, like, DICE as a group. But hearing a collaboration, I thought the vocals are really good and, you know, from both artists. And it was a good collaboration. I liked hearing them as a whole because Chemistry is very soulful. They're like R&B soul and that's what I love about them and I think Dice they have such soulful voices so I think it was like a good match for them to collaborate together yeah you know for for me just hopping on February 14th here a bit you know <laughs> the, the one things that I just I just keep on remembering I was like oh it's a Miwa song and then I'm like thinking to myself there's a reason why I don't listen to Miwa all that often. 
and, and February 14th, really apparent came in the reason why they usually don't listen to Miwa all too often. And that's because uh, because of her, her particular style that she is. Because she is literally girl with a guitar. <laughs> she is. I mean, like, I love her for that reason. Yeah, I, I and I, I know, I know her, she has her fans. And I, and you know, the added vocals from from Kawasaki really does help. And I, I ended up really enjoying my time with, with February 14th when I was finally listening to it. But I was just, like, listening to it. I was like, oh, yeah, now I remember why I don't listen to Miwa. It's a very Miwa song still, even though so it's, it's, it's a very Miwa song. You she, know, she, when you hear Miwa, you know Miwa because she has that unique vocal style and the guitar. Yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah. she's known for. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I do feel like uh, Kawasaki's vocals really complement Miwa's really well. I, I oh, think, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> th- like, just the two of them, I, like, they're, they're a powerhouse, really. I'd, I'd like to see them do more uh, together, honestly, because I, like, I think they work really well together. Uh, and, th- yeah, there's just, like, a soulfulness in this track that I really liked. I, I, I thought uh, this was... Uh, awesome and i i hadn't heard it until luna suggested it and you know again this is why i wanted to do the topic is because i know you guys are up on the collabs and you guys have like some some really good picks here today so uh this is just one of them it is fantastic what what's funny is that the reason why i think he fits so very well to it is because he's also he is man with guitar he also does that genre as well so he knows how to kind of match Miwa in terms of energy so to speak okay that that makes a ton of sense <laughs> i can totally that see that does now. i i honestly that makes sense cuz i mean she is the the girl with a guitar when you hear her that's what you think of and not that it's a bad thing. I personally yeah, I mean, really it's not, like that, it, it, but I can see why some it's, people it's not their forte. It's it's not a bad thing. I mean, hey, we even talked about him last year in this very in this very similar thing. Heck, you talked about him, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that name looks very familiar to me. It's like I think I've mentioned him before. But yeah, and then going on to. To, to mine, I guess. The the first one that I immediately thought of when when this was going to happen or for, for this particular topic, actually it was a song that actually just released and I ended up liking it a whole lot and that is Bluebird featuring uh, Michael Lubote, a single done by Shin Sakura. Now Sakura, he is... He's a main, usually a composer, so his his vocal stuff isn't as strong. So he does a lot of collabs to begin with, and I honestly thought that with with Bluebird, this is this is an amazing single. I I highly recommend it for anyone to go and listen to it. And honestly, it just released like literally last week. So. <laughs> I I when I, I when I was listening to it it was just I fell in love with it a lot of the beats how the composition really really works I know it's it's very dance e or electronic e 
But it's one of the reasons that I think that for for me, it shows that how Sakura is really going past his craft here because he's he's always done this where he's trying to push what it means to be a a composer, and this is one of the songs that I think really shows shows off that skill to a point. And Micah Lubute. You know, she's an up-and-coming vocalist. I believe she just debuted like a year or two ago. And I'm highly looking forward to what her career brings as well. So, honestly, I can't wait. And I know upon listening, <laughs> I know you were going to have some difficulty with this part, Gray. <laughs> because I know it's, it's very techno-y and you had your gripes with this style of composition in the past. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's uh, I, it's a style of composition. It it, it kind of falls into the I wish I liked it more than what I did camp. Because uh, every once in a blue moon, I'll find something in that genre that I like, uh, and, and and I'll be like, man, I wish I liked more of this stuff. Uh, but I, you know, for someone who's not uber familiar with Shin um, Sakiura or um, Micah Labute, I guess is, is yeah, how you've been saying it, Ken. I, I don't know. I kind of liked it. It, it, it clicked. It, it's uh, different for me, but I don't know. It kind of works. It does lean a little bit into like the electronica stuff, but I, I like it for what it is and you know i like i don't know if i'd like it enough to add it to my library but i mean you, you probably haven't heard of shin sakura in passing as a major artist but he's he mostly works with syrup he's he's his composer got you i i can that makes sense i, I can kind of hear it a little bit yeah yeah i can hear that a little bit so that makes a lot of sense So I loved it, and Ken, as soon as you introduced it to me, I had it blasting in my car this morning again, and can I tell you, it sounds so good in speakers in the morning, and it's a good wake-me-up track, too, but I absolutely loved it, and you were so right with Shin Sakiyota, because I have recently more been following him because of his collaborations, and I like there's been several that I've kind of I've loved and he's been on my radar so when I saw this one Micah Lubute I you know when you introduced me that I'm like oh I'm not surprised I like this I mean he's released some good good stuff recently and like one of the ones I liked was NOYB featuring Fuduho Riho which I had been listening to since it came out in April and I'm like this is a great collab and then he just drops Bluebird. And I'm like, this is, like, freaking lit. And I also really enjoyed, like, Wild Child featuring BRB from last year. But, I mean, he's been on my radar. And I just love his collaborations just because of the... It's really the compositions that do it for me. And that's what pulls me in. It just works. And he knows so well how to do that. Yeah, have you listened to uh, Kono Mama Yume Day? I mean, it's done by with in collaboration with I Me. So I figured you have listened to that as well. Oh yes, I have. I have listened to that because I love I Me, and I that's one of the other ones I had on my list. 
And I also like the one he did, uh, Honto Wa, featuring Kansano, was really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, a lot of, like, a lot of my picks, they're, I think only one person out of the picks that I ended up choosing overall is an actual, like, vocalist, vocalist artist. Everyone else is more of a composer. And I think I'm... I'm not too sure if you guys found other ones. I I don't. I think you only found two. For the both of you, right? Or did you no, find I another three. one, Luna? I have three. You found, yeah, you found another one. The one um, before we kind of go into three, but I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> before we go into your your top two here, Gray, let me just circle back and do just get out of the way for our twos, if you don't mind. I was kind of thinking the same thing, so I yeah, think yeah. we're on the same page. <laughs> so so why, don't you, my, why don't you go ahead, Luna? <laughs> sure. So my second one, so this was hard because I honestly had a lot of collaboration ones, and like you can, I did have a few that were more composers, but I, I didn't go that route. I wish if I did. Um, but the second one I did was Birthday Cake, and it's Kira and Bloomface. And y'all know I love Kira. And I will say for a lot of people, Kira is hit or miss because of her vocal style. I personally love her vocal style because it's very unique. And one of the reasons it's always drawn me to her. So, I I mean, she had released, I, I heard this before her new album even dropped that this was on. And I was not familiar with Bloomvase, who she did the collaboration with. But the new album she released is called Birthday. Yeah, birthday cake, you know, so that, of course, that has to be included. But birthday cake is a really cute, fun song. And I really started listening to it because of my birthday month. And it was just a very fun track. And then I still continued to listen to it after it because I'm like, this is really good. Her and Bloomvase have that same style. It is dancey. And you can hear that. And I I like that because she does a little bit of rap in it, a little bit of vocals, you got Bloomface in there, who is like a hip hop trio, and they do like vocals and rap. I think my only downside is I don't care, like I don't like that Bloomface has some auto tune because they actually have really good vocals when they do sing. But I think the track, their like what they did with it, their part really does fit with Birthday Cake and the style that Kira is. She does more dance and reggae, like dance hall reggae is really her style. And it fits for that. And yeah, there. I mean, like, it could be a fun poppy song. I could hear it being played at a club, but it has a super catchy chorus. If you like that modern type of beat, you'll love Birthday Cake with Bloom Bass because it fits that new style. And I know it's not for everyone, but I personally really liked it. And it's been one of those tracks that has just caught me this year. And I think it was a great collaboration. I also feel like almost every collaboration of hers I've heard is really good because they know she knows how to play off the vocals and so you know whatever group she does it with and also I will say usually who produces her music also knows what plays best to her style and that always works yeah no this is a very interesting pick Luna and I you know this is not typically the kind of stuff that I listen to but uh, Bluevase, it's an interesting group. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I might would like to check them out a little bit myself. I, I kind of like the rap style a little bit, and I think this song works really well with Kira. I can see why you've been 
jamming to it a bit. It's a little auto-tune-y for me, but not it's not too bad. I don't think it's unbearably auto-tune. It's just it's just in there a little bit. And I, I'm curious if um, Bloomvase does, you know, if, if they do a lot of auto-tuning with their solo stuff. Uh, but Some they do. Some. Yeah. I actually checked them out afterward, and I think you would like them because of their rap. But my big issue with them, I'm half and half because some of their stuff is auto-tuned and some isn't. But I do recommend checking them out because I feel like they do have some great tracks. Yeah, they definitely piqued my interest. So, uh, you know, when I when I get a moment later tonight or whatnot, I might have to check them out. Yeah, you know, for for me, like Kira, I when I saw it, I was just kind of laughing because I was like, "Oh, this is an artist that I haven't seen in a while." And then when I was like, "Oh, why is that?" And then upon a first couple of listens, I started laughing, and I, and I remember why. <laughs> yeah, and you are right. Bloomface is very, very out of tune, heavy. They're part of this, this release is a very very autotune heavy and i really if there's one if there's one thing that i don't like it's autotune. i mean kira's version a uh, part of the song is absolutely fantastic and it matches that energy and i really liked it overall but <laughs> upon first listen i started uh, started laughing because i was like oh yeah i remember why <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she has, like, that unique vocal style, like Yayoi Diamond. It's, like, you either you like her or you don't. But I will say, like, I loved her vocals in it and her energy, and I think Bloomvase matched that. But, yes, my biggest gripe is the autotune. I think if they did an autotune, it would be much better. But, dang, that chorus and song is oh, yeah. so catchy that it just gets stuck in your head, and then I'm sitting there like, I gotta listen to it again. It's stuck in my head. What's that track? <laughs> but yeah, with that, shall I move on to to my second pick here? Sure, that'd be good. Yes. So with mine, I actually had to run across it, not as soon as Bluebird, but fairly fairly close enough as well. Because Syrup, you know, all three of us really, really like Syrup, and he just released an EP called Blue Blur, and I've talked about it earlier today on the episode, and. One of the tracks on it is Flatline, featuring Sakai I, and I've absolutely loved it because it gives me, it's a very interesting part of what Syrup is going through right now, and I actually like what he's trying to do is, because he's trying to book, he's he's not being stagnant in his style. I mean, he could always just do the very vocal heavy, like very, not kind of relaxing R&B style, which he does do in Blue Blur as well, but he's actually pushing himself in a lot of his rap skills, which I really do like in this particular EP, and he does that with In Fine Line a lot, and you know, there was I, I, we got a preview to this in Spree, in Speed Agate, which is also, you know, was a digital single for this EP, but it's it's looks like it was a a preview for things to come for that EP as a whole because he does a lot of very interesting things with this EP, and Fine Line is the epitome of what he's trying to do 
in in with his rapping style, which I absolutely love. And uh, upon first listen, I I also knew it's a hit or miss on what kind of rap it is because I honestly can't really tell which type of rap you like. To be honest, <laughs> you surprise me sometimes on like something that I really think you would hate. You actually really love, and one one rap that I thought you would absolutely like, you absolutely hated. <laughs> uh, y- you know, I, I I wish I knew honestly what it's like. It's like I know like um I like that um quick pace sort of. Uh, little, little like in the note sort of rhyme, not like straight bass. Like I'm just talking to you, like the conversation we're having now. I'm not a huge fan of that, but when they're like kind of like hitting the beat and and kind of going along with it, there's a little fluctuation in their voice, stuff like that. Like I, that's typically what I like, and I, I don't know. I think Scott Eyes, uh, rap in this song is. I don't. I, I actually liked it. I, I like. I liked it quite a lot. I, this is about what I'm usually looking for in a rap song, and I like the composition to it as well. It it, it really stays uh, true to kind of like Syrup's roots, but he is mixing it up a bit, uh, and and you know he's kind of walking that fine line. Uh, with like kind of like where he wants to go and where he's been, like he's walking like this fine line. That I, I don't know. I liked it. I think it works really well. I think the song kind of lives up to its name in a lot of ways, and I, I did. I, I like this quite a lot. I actually wouldn't mind checking out Scott I's like solo stuff because, uh, like I said, I really like his rap in this. It just he's hits the notes just right. Uh, and it's that that rhythm, that cadence that I, I that I listen for in rap. I, I want that cadence there, and he's got it in spades. I, I liked it quite a lot. So I also loved In Fine Line. I thought this was phenomenal, and I didn't realize Syrup dropped a new album, so I'm definitely checking it out after hearing this. But Scott I's rap was great, and I think it was such a good mesh between the two. You got that. R&B hip-hop feel it flowed the composition was just perfect and it made you want more after you listened to it I went back and re-listened to it because I'm like this is really really good and I I would like to see it if they do more collabs that would be great but if they don't this is just such a perfect collaboration song that this is enough for me and I think Syrup's vocals sounded good with it, too, you know, and I like hearing that a little experimental rap they did. I just, I loved it, and I'm glad you picked it, because I feel like whenever you do pick Syrup, it always reminds me of, wow, why don't I listen to him more? Because he is not only a great vocalist, he's a great, he's great with his compositions, too, and he knows how to make music. I feel like everything with him is I would say like a treat in a way just because what you get is always more than what you expect. And I find that is a very good thing. You know, Luna, that, that is a sentiment I, I can really relate to uh, when it comes to syrup uh, is because I'm, I'm with you. It's like a, every time like Ken is like, hey, I'm listening to this new syrup song. Like, I'll go check it out. And I'm like, ah, this is great. And then I'm like, 
Yeah, and then like I kind of just don't come back and listen to him. Like I, I need to stay on top of him the same way I kind of do Dice and you know Seven Order and you know like all the groups that I listen to. I really need to keep him on a tight rotation because he's very consistent, very good, and uh, it, it's I, I'm I'm a little ashamed I don't listen to him as much as I should because he is he is a phenomenal artist. Yeah, with. Yeah, with that, continue on to your art, your second artist here, or your second yeah, pick so, here. Um, so for me, and and I, I guess this makes sense that it's my last pick, uh, and that is the current theme for Common Writer Geats, which is a show I'm very behind on. I have not watched it in months, uh, but the new season of Kamen Rider Geats, uh, the opening's theme song is Trust Last, which is done by Kodakumi and uh, Shonen no Kaze. And, uh, you know, we, we've done an artist spotlight on Kodakumi, and th- I, I don't know a ton about Shonen no Kaze. I, I know Luna's a fan of them. But uh, I will say this is a very interesting track that turned out and i will say the full version's better than the tv size so just throw the tv size out the window Uh, the full song is drastically better but uh this is a very interesting kind of thing and for the common writer openings like sometimes they'll do collaborations sometimes they won't it just depends on the season you know so when they do collaborations it's usually when it's kind of the more interesting openings so I think this is really good. Uh, it definitely fits like the theme and tone of the show, but I, I don't want to go too deep into those weeds. Uh, the song itself is really good. It just, like I said, it works really well. I think, you know, Shonen Kaze's composition really works really well with like Kota Kumi and her style, uh, and it just comes together really well. And and in a way, I wasn't expecting and. Uh, I think it's done really well, and I, I like the, the new opening. So uh, I thought this was a great release, uh, and I, I'm always excited for more Common Rider. Uh, what did you guys think of Trust Last? Start with you, Luna. Since oh, you're a I Kodakumi loved it. Fan. <laughs> oh, I loved it. And you know, I like Kodakumi, and I can be a little judgmental, but I thought this was a fantastic collaboration. I also really enjoy Shonen no Kaze. I absolutely love Wakadana, who's one of the members, one of the other reasons. But, I mean, I thought both their vocals were great. The collaboration, it flowed. I've never seen Kamen Rider. I know of it. I know some of the music to it. I have not watched it. But I greatly enjoyed the song as someone who doesn't watch it. I looked at it as the music itself. And, I mean, it's enjoyable, even if you're not a fan. It's catchy. I like the beat to it. It's very, it also feels very different. I mean, like, Kodokumi does some of those songs that are out of the norm for her, which is one of the reasons I absolutely love her. I feel like with Shona no Kaze, this does, you know, kind of, I mean, it's a little out of the norm, but it also fits. I, I highly recommend it. I mean, it's a very interesting one, especially if you're a fan of both, hearing them collab, hearing the composition. I feel like it fits, but it's also out of the norm for them. And I love that because I feel like they just went out there and gave it their all. Yeah. And it, it's really easy, you know, for because it's like it's a collaboration for a TV show, stuff like that. It's, it's always easy to kind of just like not put your best foot forward. 
but I feel like they they did with this, and uh, it just shows. I think they'll, uh, it, like I said, it comes together really well. Ken, what, what did you think? What's, what's very interesting about this release overall, I really love the Kotakumi part of this song. <laughs> I, I wasn't a huge fan of the Shonen no Kaze part. <laughs> And I, that does make sense. That does track. You know, you know the thing is, and I and I love the song from that they did for Gaim. And as as random as it is, I just for for me personally, Kotokumi has a specific style that she that I I know that you know Luna, and unfortunately, I think it sounds like they were trying to catch up comparatively. To the, to the song. Yes, you are correct. They were. And you're right. Kodokumi has a very specific style. And they tried to match that style and energy. And they just couldn't because they're not that type of group. Yeah. And, and, you know, not to say anything bad about them. Because, they, you know, overall, the song does work. It, it's a very it's a very interesting sounding release. And I liked it. But it's just overall. Yeah, no. it's It sounds like... Uh, a very Kodokumi song that I just wish uh, it, it's not like other Kodokumi songs like with with her and real Toho Shinki with that she did way Glass back Angel. when with Last Angel where yeah that worked that worked a hell of a lot they because did yeah, of that fact Toho Shinki did their own thing used what they do best man, you know like and they made it work I feel like this kind of reminds me of that because Kodokumi does her you know like you can tell that's her that's her unique style but with Shonen Okaze they have a different vocal style different music style yeah. and I will say like if it was just Wakadana I actually think it would have been better than Shonen Okaze as a whole because I think Wakana, Wakadana could have matched Kodokumi more if it was him. An example, he did songs at Milia. That's, you know, but I feel like it's the group as a whole. It was a little harder to do that. Also, you know? also not, not, not to go in the weeds here, but I really want to see what I really want to see Avex's behind the scenes about how the hell did they get Kodakumi for, for doing a for a Kamen Rider song. You know, I she's also very nerdy. She's very nerdy. So if you watch some of her videos and that stuff, like and like really her personal stuff. She actually likes a lot more than you think. She's a huge yeah, well, fan. Yeah, like I said, like, so like I said, I she's a huge I've... wrestling fan. Hell, yeah, I, I was, I was in the same building as her, <laughs> and I am so jealous because I would have stalked her. <laughs> Sorry, I, I shouldn't say that, but I would like to see if she was one of the people who maybe even if she is, she might be a common writer fan and maybe went up say, hey, I'd like to do a song for them. I was who knows? Say... It'd be very interesting. <laughs> I was gonna say, how old is your kid now? Probably around seven or eight. So yeah, so it would be the age that she that Common Rider appeals to. Uh huh. Yeah, and I'm sure she probably watches it, or her husband could also be a fan too. Yeah. So I could see that also coming into play, and you know, she could be a fan if she's watching it with her son and her husband. I mean, we know she likes Yaiba. She's a huge Lisa fan. So oh, who's yeah, to yeah, say I... she's not a Common Rider fan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, huh, that's a very interesting get for them to do for do for doing Kodakumi for their 
for their opening theme song. But you know, overall, it was a very it's a very interesting release, and I really loved my time with it. Just the <laughs> the shown in the Kaze apartment. <laughs> Like, you know, when they do the the chorus, it's fine. But it's when they're trying to do their own thing within the song. It's just, oh, yeah, there's an outlier here somewhere. <laughs> it's just their this Yeah, I mean, they, they have to leave their mark on it somehow. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they do. I, and, they stand out. Yeah. And I, I will say, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the guy I'm opening either. Like, it's one of my least favorite. Common Rider opening, so I, I feel you there, Ken, on that one. What What are you talking about? I loved Gaim. I just said, <laughs> oh, never mind. I, I misunderstood <laughs> that. I'm sorry. My bad. Because uh, I loved their Gaim opening. <laughs> also, you're not a huge you're not a huge fan of Gaim to be <laughs> in general, though. I, I mean, I I like. I mean, I do like that season. It's just not in my top five. But yeah, yeah. 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 But continuing on, shall we go on to our top ones here? Uh, yeah, by all means. Luna, I think you are next. Yep, so this is my top one. And it is the new song Work by Millennium Parade and Sheena Ringo. So this was one that kind of came out of the blue. And... I guess I'll say how I heard it because I don't do this often. But so I, I've been watching the new anime Hell's Paradise and this is the opening song. And the first time I heard it, I'm like, this sounds like Sheena Ringo. This is really good. Holy crap. This is really, really good. Here's me doing Shazam on it because I couldn't wait for them to show who it is. And then it's Millennium Parade and Sheena Ringo. And I guess the Sh- Sheena Ringo part, right? And I, well, she, she has a specific vocal style that oh, is very, she does. is very instantly you can tell it's her. Though. Yeah, you do, and that's what I do love about her. Now the Millennium Parade part was the, you know, they've done Millennium Parades collaborated before, and I've liked the other one they did too that was used for Belle. If I'm correct, um, but I as soon as I heard work, like I immediately fell in love with it, and thank God it was an Apple, and I immediately downloaded it, and I've had it on repeat ever since. I love Sheena's vocals. I absolutely love the composition, and I think Millennium Parade and Sheena Ringo doing a collaboration is this is just gold right here. I am interested to see if they would ever do a collaboration album together because I think that would be a very interesting. And even if I weren't watching the show, I would have still discovered this because I like the vocal style and I don't really relate it to the show at all because I'm pretty deep into it. And hearing it, it's a great standalone song. I, I just and I know with Sheena Ringo, I do love her music. You know, I have certain albums that I absolutely love. But yeah, she's very experimental and can be hit or miss for some people. I feel like this one is just, it fits her. The composition fits her vocals very well. And I think it's something easy to be drawn into. Does it have a little bit of experimental parts? Yeah, it does. But you know what? It works. Haha, work is in the title. 
but I, I, I've become obsessed with it and I just haven't been able to get enough of it. It's really become on a regular rotation. And there's a couple other people who I introduced it to and they're like, whoa, this is really good. And they're, you know, they're a little, they're like perfume fans or KPP fans, you know, and they're like, wow, this is really good, you know, and I think it's really the composition that has gotten a lot of people I've, I've played it for. Yeah, no, uh, I've been really wanting to check out Hell's Paradise. Uh, so uh, it's definitely on my short list of shows to watch. But uh, I did not know this was the opening for it. And, I, you know, this works. I, you know, I'm one of those hit and miss people with Shinoringo when she... Because I like her voice, I love her vocals, and I think I I think she has like one of like this great lounge vocals that you know when she you know sings it is really good. Just she really likes playing with song compositions, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't for me. But uh, and Millennium Parade is a you know they're they're kind of in a similar vein. They're definitely I don't know, they're like two peas in a pod. Uh, and it, it makes a lot of sense. I think you're right. This is their second time that they've collaborated together. Uh, but it would be interesting to see them do a full album. I, I would be interested in that. So I, I think this was a great pick and I can see why you're, you've kind of fallen in love with it because it is, it, it, it works pun intended. Uh, and, uh, I, I do, I think this is very, very well written. Uh, and the song compliments Sheena Ringo just as much as Sheena Ringo compliments Millennium, Millennium Parade. It, it works together, uh, and hence the you know collaboration. Uh, I thought this was a great pick. Yeah, overall, I I thought it was a very solid track. Nothing too out of the not too out of the ordinary for both for both Millennium Parade and Sheena. Well, it's it's. It's actually more softened for Shinorinko because you know how she has her own style. Oh yeah, it was, and I think it's a nice soft style for those who are trying to get into Shinorinko too. Oh uh, yeah, you're gonna be pushed into the deep end immediately. <laughs> I know, but I love her. Oh my god, I love her experimental stuff. But yeah, I mean, overall, I really like the release, and I can see why both both you and Greg could fall in love with the, this release as well. Granted, you know, I don't watch the anime that this would be a part of. So. <laughs> I don't think you have to, which is why I like it, because there's a couple people I know who it, haven't it's, watched the it, show. It sounds like a regular ass. It sounds like a regular ass song. It doesn't sound like a thing that is tied to something. No, and that's, I think, one of the other reasons I loved it, because it's not your typical ani anime song that you know, you obviously hear it and you're like, oh, that had to have been for an anime opening. And there are yeah. things like, I mean, my husband will hear and be like, is this used for an anime? Because it so sounds like it. And it is, you know, but this is one he was like, this is interesting. And he doesn't watch anime with me or really watch much of it at all. So for him here, I like the, I like the composition. This is interesting. And he didn't even ask, oh, is this used for an anime? Like, you know, <laughs> some of the other ones I've played. But yeah, with that, shall I continue on to my number one song here? You most certainly can. Rock on, my dude. And it's not really a rock song, but yeah. <laughs> With that, here we go. It is going to be Summer Ghost featuring Kieran G by Tomita Labs. And I've mentioned this a, bun 
about this this creator for a long time. So Mita Labs is the creator, the number one best creator in Japan that no one is talking about. I know that for a darn fact because no one I have heard no one talk about him before. In my general circles here of of regular people. <laughs> and Kirinji, you know, when Kirinji did do his reboot to his solo music plan here, you know, for for Kirinji, you know, with you know for Takaki Horigome, who is, you know, the original creator for Kirinji, because Kirinji used to be a rock band, and now it's a music production thing. It's 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 a whole it's all it's all it's a whole thing now. But overall, one of the things that I absolutely love about this release is you can't tell what what part is Tomita Labs and what part is Kirinji. And honestly, that that's a sign of a good collaboration. I can picture both of these artists releasing the exact same song without each other as their own standalone thing. And that's something that I absolutely love and appreciate about this release overall. And Kirinji, you know, with with Horigome, his vocal style is very unique to the point that we, we've been harping on about this, about an, an artist that is of the Showa era reminiscing about their old their older days but bringing it back to a modern audience and Kirinji kind of does that for for me for a lot of things and and that's one of the things I really appreciate about with Summer Ghost is yeah it kind of has a hither of an older style but it is more modern enough that you can picture this being yeah no this is a modern release so to speak Yeah, I could definitely see that. This is definitely uh, what what you know. It feels like a modern audience, and and you know we or a modern song because you know we talk about this sometimes on the show, where uh, something sounds like it's ten years old, came out last month, but you could have put this out in '05, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know the difference, uh, and and there's a difference between like an old song and like a. a Flavoring a new song with like kind of like an older style, uh, but but and you kind of capture that essence, but at the same time you're making something new, and I think this song does that really well, uh, a lot. I loved "Summer Ghost" uh, by Tamita Lab featuring uh, Karinji. Uh, I think th- this was my favorite song of your your three, Ken. Uh, this really spoke to me. I I really love just there's a, a soul to this song uh, that I just really speaks to me, and it, it just it comes together really well. Uh, I and honestly, I don't know if I would have known if this was a collaboration. You, you, you know, if you just like played this on a radio, like it just it sounds like a it has its its own idea. It's not like to it doesn't have a competing identity if that makes any sense it, it it's 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 its own thing and it works so well uh and that that, you, that's that's what in my mind makes a great collaboration that you can see them be released by their own particular artist and you wouldn't even know and granted you know the one of the major things is tomita labs doesn't sing he doesn't have a vocalist see he, he strictly does composition work 
Oh yeah, but you know some of my favorite some of my favorite Kenshi Yonezu songs he doesn't sing, and I think Kenshi Yonezu is a great vocalist. But uh, you know he he's a great composer, and, and I, I like that. So you know. I, I could no, definitely, but, but Kenji just, sings. <laughs> yeah, but Kenji sings though. That's the thing. Yeah, he, he does. He does. He does. And he, like I said, he is a good vocalist. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it's like some of my favorite things that uh, he's done has been like here's here's uh, artist uh, who sings a song, and then you're like, oh, Kenji Yonezu did, did the composition work for that? Daggum, that was amazing. So, yeah. uh, you, you know, I can see, like, um, uh, Tamita Labs kind of playing that similar role, if that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. And I, I know, Ken, you've introduced me to Tamita Labs because I'm, I'm already familiar with them and I greatly enjoy them. I mean, so, this was, a, uh, they also released a song that I've had posted prior for yep. my top five for, I think, two years ago. Uh-huh. And I've been honestly following them, you know, on and off. I will say, though, I am hit or miss in who they collaborate with because not all of it's for me. But I like yeah. to check it out. And I'm kind of like, I don't listen to a lot of Kidenji, so that's why I didn't check this one out. So I'm really glad you posted Summer Ghost because it gave me to, a chance to check out an artist that I don't listen to enough of their stuff to really say, do I like them? Do I not? You know, I've heard things here and there, but I, I thought it was a nice, soulful track. I honestly think the vocal, you know, the vocals were nice. I really got into it. And even though I, I'm not super into Kidenji by any means, I, I still enjoyed it and got into it. And it made it like a nice, easy listening to one, one that you want to soak in and enjoy music for what it is and that's what summer ghost feels like you just put your headphones on and you're there to enjoy the sound and take everything in and i feel like tomita lab does that in general because that seven plus album they did freaking fire because there are a lot of tracks i absolutely loved off that so i think you know his compositions you know, mix so well with artists because he can listen to them and just really gather, like, what do they do best at? Let's let's work together. And I feel like that makes him succeed and makes Summer Ghost such a great track. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's for sure. And, you know, like, for, for me, Kieran G has a lot of things that, you know, their, their whole collaboration feel that they've been doing for the past year and a half now, I want to say, has been overall very very interesting i know they did a song with i i me a, a while back but well i i'm not too sure what they were going for i thought it was a very interesting collab nonetheless but but yeah with that i want to say thank you for introducing to our topic here here gray but yeah i hopefully we will be doing the Orca next time, so hopefully it's on there. So be on the lookout for that. I'm very intrigued of what made May this May's Oricon month, so to speak. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. But with that, you can follow our affiliates, Cory Hunter, who is a variety streamer. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Cory Hunter, K Y O R Y U H U N T E R. You can also check out Timber Tav 
who is going through the best games of 93 in, in accordance to him. He was playing Dragon Quest, I think, 5. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I think that's what he was doing. But you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-D-A-F-T. You can also check out your sister, Luna Rose, who is going through all the wonderful things there at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check our affiliate writer, Fangirl has no name. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name. F A N G I R L H S N O N A M E. Can check out the podcast where me, Kill, Timber, and Fangirl talk about all the lovely gaming news called Podosaurus. This past week, we talked about a whole bunch of things, such as the lovely PlayStation Showcase, which was a. <laughs> it's a very, very difficult talk <laughs> for overall for me. But we were also talking about place uh, Metal Gear Solid Delta, as long as the Tears of the Kingdom. But yeah, if you want to look out for that, you can look up Kyoryu Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen when we're talking about Bang Dream, Manaibo, Robico, Heropo, and all the wonderful stuff there. Where can we find you, Gray? You can follow me on Twitter at OngakaGray where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. And what about you, Luna? You can find me on several social medias, such as the Twitter, my anime list, Kitsu, Anime Planet, uh, Letterboxd, Storyograph, all that jazz at LunaMaria87 and Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram, where I post about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, cool music news, movie news, photos of my cats, and yummy food. You can follow me there. But yeah, I want to say thank you for listening to this wonderful episode of Ungaku to You. I forgot to do the outro here for a little bit here, but you can find us on all podcast stream services and the website at ongakudu.com and Twitter and Instagram as well at ongakudu. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you had some great enjoyment out and check out some new music. Thank you for listening again. We'll catch you next time. Jamatane. <laughs>